Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Right, welcome to the United We Stand podcast. Um, we're off on, on our way to Newcastle away. And um, we have stopped in a place called Heightington, which we normally stop in, uh, and a pub called The Dog, where uh, the landlady is known as for at least 10 years, if, um, if not longer. So we've switched pubs with a Rick... I'm going to speak to Rick in a minute because he's got a better memory than me about how often we've uh, come to this pub. So when did we start coming to when did we start coming to Newton Aycliffe? Um, I think it was about 2004. And then what was that pub called? North Britain. Oh, that's right. We used to come up to North Britain, and now we've changed to the Dog, which is about two or three miles away. But we've always been looked after in this pub, put on lunch for us. So we're off to Newcastle, as I say, away. Uh, some people are more worse for wear uh, after their trips to um, Holland in, in midweek. Um, do you remember anything of the game, Mark? Uh, the actual game itself? I, I remember we were very, very poor, to be honest with you. And uh, most of the lads that I went with, they all left early. I did stay to the end, which was probably a mistake. Um, I don't really remember us having a shot on target, and apparently I don't think we did, if that was, uh, if that was the case. Apart from the game, then, you had a good time. Oh, the, yeah, the, the trip was very good, yeah. yeah very Wasn't good. someone strip-searched? I believe uh, one of the lads was strip-searched. He was being a bit cocky getting on the boat, and um, they uh, decided to put the old rubber gloves on, and um, woohoo, whatever happened. <laughs> I better not tell you who it was. <laughs> Did they find anything? Um, no, I just think they took a couple of grinders off him, apparently. Apparently it's uh, some drug thing. Or... I thought it was a website. No, no. Oh, he, he was probably on the grinder in the night, to be honest. <laughs> well, I definitely know two people on it. So, so that performance, though, shocking. It was a shocking performance. Yeah. We're coming to Newcastle today. Do, do you actually think, though, knowing the performance in midweek and everything like that, does anybody actually expect us to beat Newcastle today? Um, I'm, I'm confident-ish. Uh, I mean, they're pretty shit, aren't they? So, nah, I mean, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? We're, we're in a bad run of form. We're not playing well, but they're not a good team either. And, you know, it is what it is. See what happens today. Steve Bruce always does a favour, doesn't he? <laughs> well, we've got to expect favours of, of old Reds to actually get three points. Steve Bruce too. I can't remember. No, probably not. They, they won't want um, Steve Bruce to stay in charge so much longer, will they? Not that that it's bothers not that us. Problem, is it? And for your good self, do you yeah. want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Julian. It's my first away game for about must be ten years. And why have you decided to come back in this in these days of sort of abject mediocrity? 
So I, I I'm a red for and through. I've I've always struggled to get tickets, tried tried to get away, and I'm do you know what? This is the right time to be able to show my support to the team. I need to be there. The guys are good, doing good. So, so it's a good opportunity then to sort of weed out the sort of part timers yeah. who've done it all. Yeah, who yeah? don't want to come and watch us while we're in this state. But we've still got. I mean, we, we've still got a pretty full bus today. There was a lot went over in midweek. Do you see our support actually dropping in terms of numbers at all? Yeah, you. <laughs> Doesn't make great fucking radio this if you're just like don't answer. Sorry, mate. I'm a bit nervous when it comes to this. Like, you never ever interviewed in my life. Oh yeah, okay. Right. What, what was the question again? Do you think that we're, our support will drop through a sense of you know with the negativity that's going around? I think the, I think the home support might, but not the away support. The, the away support to me is hardcore, same faces every week, in and out. So. No, I don't think. No. Over the last few years, though, we've had the, you know, we had uh, Moyes where we all fell out in different times on whether, you know, when it, when he was going to go and when he shouldn't go. Then we had the Van Hal Sulks, then there was the Marino sort of like Sulks. And within our, within our travelling sport, because we'll just call it that as opposed to the home sport, within that travelling sport, there are many, many different opinions on who should stay, who should go. There seems to be different this year. It seems to be that we've got more backing for Ollie in terms of that support. Do you agree or do you think it's changing? I think, I think we've got to a point where we need stability. This, this, the consensus is let's not turn into a city that changes their manager every single year or every 18 months. It's got to be stability. Let's build from a good base and then go from there. Let's, let's, let's have Ollie's team, if Ollie's team doesn't succeed, then of course, of course we need to change it. But at the minute, it's still four different managers' teams. Well, when when yeah, does that tipping point is, come? But the, yeah, but to, to me, though, the thing is that you, you, can only, you can only keep blaming your managers so far, can't you? And at some point, you've got to realise that the players that they're picking from are nowhere near good enough. And I think, you know, Woodward took what was quite an easy option for him a, a populist option to appoint Solskjaer full time after a series of very good results because he thought that'll deflect any attention away from me I'll give the fans what they want that's great but actually what he's done is he's put himself in a, in a vulnerable position because the majority of your match going away fans now will not call out the manager when it's all he's going to Solskjaer he's got far too much credit in the bank and actually what'll happen is they'll start calling out the ball and they'll start calling out the Glazers again and I think you'll notice if the results don't pick up in the next few weeks a big upturn in the um, in the anti anti Woodward anti Glazer um, you know shouts from the crowd as opposed to wanting the manager out because none of the previous three managers they've had the fans have had any real affinity or love for Moyes was out of his depth from the start. Van Gaal's football was terrible. Mourinho was Mourinho, wasn't he always looking for a row? But Solskjaer's got this unbreakable bond with the fans, which will never... Well, it's, it's a long way from, um, from from changing, isn't it? So I think Woodward's put himself in a bit of a precarious situation. Well, it's a long way from finishing, because, I mean, you can't... You know, you look at some of the social media sites, and I don't go on. I don't, great, I don't look at many, don't many of them, shit. but I obviously know some of some Twitter comments. But if you look at already, there are people who are now analysing 
every press conference, every comment he makes, and some good reds on there. I've seen, you know, some good match going reds on the way back from, um, you know, when we were coming on the way on the way back from Holland and talking about how, um, oh, he should never have said that, or that's a silly comment, or that's a Moyes comment, or that. And I think one of the phrases was, it was, it was uh, almost mirrored what Moyes said of us, uh, we will try and beat Newcastle. Oh, you can, you, you can, you can ultra-analyse anything that anybody says, can't you? And I'm sure if you went back and reread all of Fergie's press conferences, there's probably stuff in there which sounded less than uh, convincing, but ultimately, the results are what matters, and you only start looking at those things if you're getting bad results and at the minute we're having bad results so people are going to start looking at it but ultimately the, the, the team's just not the, the players and the quality within the squad is miles away from what it should be and you know what do I think Ollie's the greatest manager in the world no do I think he's got all the experience and tactical knowledge to turn us into a title winning team probably not but what does give me encouragement is he's clearly got a plan he's clearly got a, a vision for what it looks like and actually the, the only three players that he He's had a say on coming into the club have largely been our three best players this season. So, to me, you've got to build on that. You've got to back him again in January, get another two in, say, in January, and hope that he, he continues with the recruitment that he what, got in the summer. What says more volumes is the people that have gone. That's what says more volumes to me. We've, I saw a comment the other day to say we've technically weakened our team, and that plan of we've weakened our team to hopefully in the future have a stronger team that's the message there and well, I stick by that one step back for two steps forward 100% hopefully 100% hopefully. you could give Ferguson this shout a shite now and he wouldn't he wouldn't finish any higher than six I don't think maybe fifth maximum but they've, just, they've not got the players have they you look individually if you just go through that squad individually and who, who would get into what you would class as a title winning or challenging team and the players just aren't there and, and it doesn't it doesn't matter who your manager is the quality of you don't you don't win a title. I don't, I don't care who you are. You don't win a title unless you've got a forward who's going to score you a minimum of twenty five goals in a season. We haven't got one. I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying there. But the other night there was a lot a lot of disgruntled fans, and some of these comments after the game, the next day reading them, they did not help at all. And I understand we signed three good players. He might get another window. Or whatever. At the end of the day, my, my personal opinion it is that, he, like you said, he's obviously Woodwards to please fans, different things. But he's also, I think, a bit of a yes man. It's his dream job, yeah. And the football, it's just shocking. I, I can't remember it, when, when I watched him in the 70s. At least the football was decent. We, we weren't whatever, I don't You know, we were always second best here, went down different things. But at the moment, the football is shocking. And the other night, there was a lot, a lot of disgruntled fans. Not having a shot on target is just atrocious. And I understand the players ain't good enough and we haven't. We've made three really good signings. We have made really three really good. I understand the fact that you're going to stick with him because we can't change it again but I don't know if we will stick with him I think he might be gone by Christmas no that's the, that's the worry you talk about the 70s though and we did play underdogs in really good wingers. football we also had Dave Sexton I remember sat in the score sat in the scoreboard paddock sat down seeing no fork you know because it was so really bad was he? was he England's coach or something Dave, well, Dave Sexton was, I don't know he could box apparently I just remember that um, I don't think he did him any good 
Well, we played with a, with a winger. We, we played with a winger, but then, then we had some times in the 80s that weren't, weren't that good. We haven't had a right Mourinho, winger for a long time. Mourinho kept saying we have another right winger. He wanted a winger. What but do you, you don't call out your boss. Solskjaer's been told, that really, what hasn't he? Do? He's been called by certain aspects of our fan base for not calling out Woodward and the Glazers. I don't know, is anyone sat around this table willing to go into work and start fucking telling the boss that he's a... I'm, I mean, well, yeah. you, don't, you don't do it, and you certainly don't do it on social media because you try and keep your job. Yeah. So I don't think anyone should be calling him for not... Because Marino did it, didn't he? And, and, and lost thing, his it's, job. That, that's the thing. It's, it's not even just that he should be doing it. The last guy tried that and got absolutely nowhere, yeah, didn't he? So actually, what's where's and yeah, it is his dream job. Of course, it's his dream job. He's made no no fucking qualms about that, has he? You know, he's he's been very lucky to be given a job like that without having to go through the the normal route to getting a job. I'm, so he's he's obviously sort of thinking, make the best of a bad situation. I'm not saying cool out his boss. What I'm saying is, is at the moment, I don't think he's being as honest. On, with some of these things, no one's going to call out the boss. You, you're quite right, but at, the, at my perspective, the football and different things, we're just well. Why is Gardner all of it? If, he, if he's going down this route, why have they not been brought in? Pogba's yeah, yeah. our best player by a country mile. The, the hatred he's getting at the moment for different things is is unreal. But you're going down another route there. What do you actually do with Pogba? Why not chuck in young Gardner? Gardner. You should be given a chance. Yeah, we, we agree there. We, we, we wasn't even on the bench on fucking Wednesday. He never even so tried. He played Tuesday, didn't he, at Lincoln? He did play Tuesday. He scored the goal. Yeah, you're right. I think I think the, the, the discussions around Pogba um, are probably a lot deeper and a lot greater. Maybe something we get into on the way home. But um, and I think there's the discussion because I think the hatred against Pogba goes far beyond his football. But I'm not sure. Tools, didn't he? he didn't. I don't think he did down tools. I, I think. I think there's a lot more goes on. It's an easy target. The, the, the thing with Pogba, and I know what you're hinting at, Stephen, and we'll move we'll away from that because well. we've been on there before. But the, I think the biggest thing with Pogba is people want him to be what he could be, and he doesn't. He doesn't want to be as good a player as he can be. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be that leader. He doesn't want to be that leader. He, might he doesn't want to be, be that Brian Robson figure for Manchester He's United. He's not that Brian Robson. But figure. he could be, and that's what people I want him could. to be. No but that doesn't Robert. detract from the, sta- the fact that a 70% Paul Pogba is still our best player. I think but it's that frustration that I the fans have because we know he can do more than he does. I think people want Pogba to be Robson. Keen. Don't ever mention him in Robson's breath. Exactly. But he wants to be Robson. The people want him to be Robson, Keen, Solskjaer, Sheringham, Dwight York, and the all in one place. Brian Robson carried the Brian Robson carried the club for fucking so many years. Yeah, he did, yeah. Just on his own. He, he deserved the, the, the championship medal he got. The goal he got at Wimbledon last day of the season, he deserved so much more. That we never and, and Pogba's Pog, Pog, got the ability to, to do that role, especially in a team like this with lots of young players where we're underperforming. He should he should be dragging him by the scruff of the net. He should be leading the team. He should be captain of the club. He should be taking on that responsibility. But he's not that player. You but can't change someone's personality. Yeah, it's not his personality. Well, it's his personality when he stood in the dressing room for the World Cup final, banging on the table with the uh, French team, isn't it? And that's what annoys people because you can see a side of him where he isn't. Leading 
leader. And if he doesn't want to be the one banging on the table, lead by example on the pitch. Well, I, I, said, I said to him and the coach before, if he has Kante behind him, that allows him to be the guy banging on the table because he's allowed to go and drive the game. But at the minute, he's having to be Kante and Pogba and Rashford. And it's like, you can't do that. The only good run of the results we've had in the last three, four years, Solskjaer's first ten games, he played... He, the first thing Solskjaer did was move Pogba. Yeah, he was an attacking threat. 30 yards up the pitch to play number ten. And he's gone back to fucking around with the ball on the edge of our box. Yeah. Arsenal on Monday, he was getting the ball off the keeper, fanning around it. 20 yards from our goal. Don't fucking let him be there. Put him 50 yards up the pitch. Well, Scott McTominay's playing that role now. I like Scott McTominay. You, you just give me a look there. But he needs to be further up the pitch. I love Scott McTominay, but you know what? He's still a young kid and he's still learning that. You can't... Not, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't say you can't trust the kid, but you still, there's still an element of... Do you know what? If Scott makes a mistake, that's all of his confidence just destroyed there in one move. Scott McTominay absolutely sums up where we are as a team at the moment. He's nowhere near technically good enough to be playing centre midfield for Manchester United, but his effort and his work rate and his desire make him probably one of our most liked players at the moment. Because yeah, exactly. Because you see, because he wants to do the right things. He wants to, but he isn't. I would say Danny James has been our best player. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. He is nowhere near. He is nowhere near good enough to play centre midfield for Manchester United, and that's no criticism of him and what he's trying to do. Not a chance. Not a chance. But. But you'd still put him in your t- you'd put him in your team every week because he's showing the commitment, the desire, the work rate that, sh- that in the past used to be an absolute minimum requirement to even be allowed into fucking Carrington, and now he's starring in the team because of that. I think football changed. How's so Fabian Delph has gone from winning the title with Man City and playing good games and getting into the England team to almost scoring on goals for Everton. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, hang on a second. There are important players. Scott McTominay could be a Man United player. Maybe not a first-team starter. Here he comes. Oh, the Glottar Grand Prix. The horse racing. One of our lads just got beaten at the horse racing. When the manager said two more transfer windows, it's his one to eleven, and we're failing. We start talking about his future. Always on the nose. That's what I think. Yeah. So the idea is to back him. Um, I think so, but, but you know where, where are we? It's not Pochettino anymore, is it? It's fucking Brendan Rodgers now, and he's and he's box. Pochettino's obviously a great a really good manager, but. This is the point, though. Where do you go? You've got to, you've got to back your manager with the players that you need and they want. And until you do that, there's no point in getting rid of them. Right. Okay. Just a quick one. Uh, yes, I know what you said. I was alluding to around Pogba. Uh, on that score, Bernardo Silva, lucky to get away with six games. Probably should have been banned from the game for good, in my opinion. But um, in terms of today's result, what are we going for? One each. One each. 2-0 United. <laughs> Go for it. First enough, enough beer for him. Right. <laughs> 2-1 United. Very good. Do I shout score out? What did you... God will not speak on it at all. What, what did you just say? 2-0 United. And how many years is it since you've been? Six. Good score, Mark. I haven't got a clue, Steve, because you just don't know who's going to turn up. Do you, want to, do you want to have a guess at how many shots on target? One. I just hope I see more than I did the other night. 
Yeah. Right. So, still optimism here. Um, the beer's talking, I think. Oh, on that optimism, let's just hope after the game. We um, we've got something positive to talk about and something. Um, uh, go on. The first team ever to get relegated and be playing in the Champions League at the same time. That'd be exciting, wouldn't it? If we were in the Europa League and get relegated, surely that's got to be something. <laughs> now we know who is strip searched on the way back on Thursday. Right. Speak to you later. So, um, we've just uh, witnessed 90 minutes of uh, complete ineptness, maybe, uh, ineptitude, whatever the word would be for it, and um, the 1-0 defeat has obviously rankled a few players, so uh, let's just get into this conversation here. Uh, Jay, you don't seem so happy. I'm not happy, mate. We're fucking awful. Without being... We, we shy. No shot on target again. Well, there was. There was that one from 40 yards in the first half that the goalkeeper sort of like closed his eyes and laughed at when it and came to you, you class that as on target? Well, it was Jay, technically. First team history to be the Champions League next year, but it's the Championship. So, go on. What, what was wrong today? What was wrong? Right. Shite. We can call... Everybody we want, the Glaziers, Woodward, Solskjaer, blah, blah. We just, no direction. We have no not tactics. got a direction. Who's Paul that? Woodward and players. Everybody's. And Woodward, the manager. It's ridiculous. Everybody's. It's ridiculous. Everybody's fault. Can't be everybody's fault. I'm sick to that. You know what? You know and it's not a dig at anyone. Well, you know what? I'm not having a good dig at Tomo, because Tomo's one of my best mates following United, but... I'm sick of the fucking back team when things go against the wall and we, we're not playing well. People dig up the glazers and woodward out. Because at the end of the day, it is these cunts on the pitch, week in, week out, letting us down, not turning up with no art, no fight, no fucking, no fucking anything. And every every week, people turn around and start singing glazers out, woodward out. It isn't them. It's these people, lads on the pitch that fuck manager after manager off. And they're doing it to Solskjaer now. They fuck, you know, they're getting him out now. Real Madrid, nothing. This is Manchester no, United. This is Real Madrid, sweet FA. This is Man United, right? And we're going right. to... People so are going to turn now on the Glazers and the Woodward tonight. It's bang out. Quite rightly, because big teams... He says we're the biggest club in the world. We are the biggest club in the world. Rubbish. Than Man United. Do you know what the biggest club in the world do? They go out and they buy the players and then they get rid of the rubbish players. What we did is we got rid of the players who shouldn't be in the... But we don't replace them. Fellaini, Herrera... Lukaku, Sanchez, we're not replaced one of those players. Hold on, mate. You, oh, I, also, I can't argue against that. What I will say is that last year, everybody was saying, get rid of the shit and let's play youth. Right? Yeah. Now then, Rochdale, we had six or seven uh, We had six, seven academy players on the pitch. We've got academy players on the pitch today. We see uh, we see uh, Chong out there. We see Gomez out there. We see Greenwood out there. And now everybody's saying, why have we got rid of all the shit? No, no, no. What, I, what, what do you want us to do? No, no, I want us to get rid of that. My issue I'm talking about, people call us the biggest club in the world. We're not. Because the biggest club in the world, they buy the players before they get rid of it. I'm not well, saying... how do you give youth a go? Well, you, you, whatever. But maybe the youth's not good enough. What I'm saying is... Well, we don't know unless we play them. No, true. But Newcastle today, they beat us, right? And not one Newcastle fan chanted Ashley out. And we all know they went Ashley out. You don't chant it when you're winning Europa League. You don't chant plays well, out. That's the time no. to do it. No, it's not. It is. If you want the Glazers out of this club, you do it week in, week out. 
whether things are going well or things are going shit. You're shining every week. If you, if you want the Glazers out, go to fucking FC United. Do what you want, but don't fucking stand here chatting it every single time we get beat. There's one person not to blame, and that's the one who's going to lose his job in the week. There's one player for all the shit he's getting off the green and gold brigade and everything. One player spoke out when the Glazers come for United. It was Solskjaer, and he got bollocked by the club for me because he said, I want what's best, and the supporters know what's best. And I don't know. I give up. The players don't care, the board don't care. The one person who cares is going to lose his job. And that is a state of. I don't think getting rid of Solskjaer is the answer. It's these players that have let us down now for. What are we now, three or four years? Of the same players letting us down. The Rashford, he's not good enough. The De Gea's, he's gone. He's passed it. He's absolutely gone. Everybody you want. But Solskjaer can only put the players on the pitch. If, if, if they're not good enough, that's their... Because we signed the players. Solskjaer signed three players, and all three of them players are good enough. But, right, hold on. Yeah, for an improvement. Why, everyone's saying we don't, we shouldn't slag off the Glazers here, right? So why no, the players are good enough? No, I get that you want to slag off the Glazers, but my point is more, do it week, week in, week out. We did. Don't just do it when we're getting beat 1-0 against no, but, Newcastle. But we did it 2005. So if we would have if we won 3-0 tonight, are you seriously telling me no, you just stood no there? No, no one has slagged the Glazers off. Nobody. No one. Nobody. Even if it would have won 1-0 tonight, not one of you would have done it. I've said it before. I can do it. It's an easy time. getting arrested when them comes come in and we was winning the league there, so we Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with him. We did, we did protest when we were winning leagues. But it's an easy target. Every single That's time we get beat. That's when he first came in, though. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time we get beat, now the easy old, thing that people do is glazers. jump on the Glazers. But if this continues, we're going down that money. I'm telling you now, right? You've got a fucking striker there who is absolutely fucking shite, Rashford. And if he was from Coxter, no, no, no. if he was from Coxter, right, he would be getting Stop. hammered. Stop being pillared. Steve Armstrong. I'm not being no one. You know what? I'm being at my he own was getting, He was getting slagged off. He was getting slagged off in that stand today. He was getting slagged off. So, but everyone was saying, Rashford, fuck off. Everyone was saying it. But you're going, oh, he was from Liverpool. No, he, he was getting slagged off. Rashford is not centre-forward. No, he's not a centre-forward. And he might not have asked to play up front. He's not to be honest. Come on. He's shit. No. He's absolutely shit. Yeah. Rashford's one of them picks the ball up, so runs out of defence. Someone run down the right hand side before. There was only one option that was going to cross it. Rashford never bothered getting to the other half of the centre, other side of the centre half who is against. If he can't be bothered doing that, then we don't even start again. That is beyond disgusting. You swap sides with the centre. I'd follow an eight-year-old if they didn't do that. To be fair, to be fair, I would do. Right? If we didn't want today, nobody would mention the Glazers would would of anything. We're not good enough. Because I can't afford to lose a job now because I've matured and I've moved on. No, I disagree. You've matured? No, I haven't. You're matured. No, I can't afford to get sat Like a good cheese. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, smelling like a good cheese. I get what you're saying. I, I do. I get exactly what you're saying. But the thing is, we all see what's on that pitch. And that only comes from one place, and that's upstairs. My point, is, my point is the deflection is more it's changing here from the the players that we, the people we should be blaming, which are the players. But people hate the players. And, and now we're moving on people to people hate the players. And now we focus, we're no. shifting focus here to the owners. When it's these lot that are letting us down, are you telling me that that team that starts tonight is not good enough to beat Newcastle United? The players got booed. Though. It is by far and away good enough to beat Newcastle. The players United. got booed. Players but this is where we tra- This is where we're starting to turn here. We're, we're taking our focus. Who did their players get booed off? Ours did, yeah. Yeah, quite a lot in our in the in our bit booed the players and started giving them the V's. I didn't see that. Really. So when it came to clap, a lot of them just went fuck off. 
basically. Because that's what he should do. And to hear you, it took him ten minutes to decide to come up for the corner. At the end. It's like, what are you doing? See, it's very easy, isn't it, to blame individual players there. But it's obviously a collective effort. So a shot on target, mate. Again. Two games running. A shot on target. He did have one shot on target. What, from 45 yards? Yeah. Just before yards. half time? Yeah. And the, ke- the, ke- the Look, keeper was picking... Read the up to stats, Jay. Ke- the, the, keeper was picking the paper, the, the Sunday paper out from behind so, the goalpost. Yeah, so obviously I'm, I'm wrong because I shouldn't protest no. against Glazer. No, I want to know. No, you're right. What's, so right. What's, so Pro- what? Protest so, against Glazer, so, no, but, but it's but not all the Glazer's fault. So, you're not wrong, but my, but point, my point is, if we go and, let's say, we have an international break now, we beat Liverpool 3-0... Will you, be, will you be sat there in the bar after the game? All right, look, you can laugh. Right, wait a minute. Don't give giggle. him another drink. Right, why is he Liverpool? Why is he over? Laugh, giggle. But if you, by somehow we nick, a, we nick a win against Liverpool. 3-0. Yeah. Well, they, well, 3-0, 1-0, whatever. Yeah. Will they be sat in the bar hammering the Glazers? No. I fucking no. No, not at that point in time. No, no, no some people wouldn't. There's no point. You can't just, we can't just pick and choose when what it's, the, it's these players that are letting us down every single week and you've pandered, you pandered to him again you've got rid of one of the best managers in our generation Mourinho I like that right yeah. you've got yeah. rid of him to pander to these you've given Rashford his fucking wages you give De Gea what he wanted when he's in, when he's a set, when he was going nowhere whatsoever Rashford again give him all them wages you're just not you're not worth it so what would you do if you're the manager or you're the owner? Well, oh, this is it. I don't know what you do if you're the manager. I really don't know what you do, but... Check them out for Mulligans and buying Guinness. So, you've got an alternative. So we're looking at changing the owners, OK? So who's going to be able to afford Manchester United? Good old thing. Mike yeah? Ashley. Yeah, we could swap with Mike Ashley. That would be one. And, and Philip Green. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be no, yeah, could, we could do that. Or... But the talk of the Saudis under the guise of Godolphin or whatever, and that would be. They're wrong. Well, you say they're wrong, we haven't got an alternative. No, we haven't, that's the problem. Because no, we've not got Michael Knight and didn't invest that £10 million wisely and is now not worth £3 billion. So we've got we've got the Saudis to come in, or unless some Chinese or Indian mogul comes in with, with some money. So we haven't got a choice, have we? So we either keep with them, yeah? So therefore, then you've got, right, do we change the manager? If you change the manager, you've got Pochettino, who's lost the, the Spurs. We've got Brendan Rodgers. Oh, we've got to just try somebody else outside that maybe you've done a bit in. But we got rid of, like, you know, you know like Woody said, we've got rid of Marino. We haven't got a lot of places to go at the moment. Right. So, you right keep the Solskjaer, surely. Rightly or wrongly, I think Solskjaer's before Solskjaer, and that's not worth it. try someone who cares about the club. It proves that the old old structure is beyond a mess. This is it, this is it. Again, right, again right for me, we're, we're completely here going off fucking topic. But are we if Solskjaer's in the his job by the morning, I'll be team. shocked. Rightly or wrongly. But, but is that as a sign? The fact no, that we're in Newcastle now and John Carver is available, you know? <laughs> No, seriously, I don't know what the answer is because it's That's not Solskjaer's fault. We're not paid to know the answer. There's a football club there paid full of people to know the answer. Yeah, but not football and people, are they? No. They're not, and that sums it up. It's my point. They've, not got, they've not got any more of a clue than we have, and we're just a load of knobheads on the bus. This is we, it. We, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They should know more. They're getting paid to know more. But they're not football people. They're not, and it reeks of it. It tells you everything. And that's my point. That's my point that no one's, everyone's missing. My point is, they're not football people. 
But if we got if the Saudis came in, and we keep using that, but just just as an example, they're not football people. No, and but they're business people, and the business people they've been successful, and they've got the biggest, you know, one of the biggest racing teams in the world. So they make everything they do, they do well. Yeah. Well, Steve would come back. Yeah. And we can see there's a bit. So. You've got you've got that. You've got people want Solskjaer out, but probably not, you know, with no replacement there. Then you've got a load of players who don't appear to have any direction or know what to do. Everyone's saying they're buying manager, who bought the players? Yeah, there's a lot of academy players in that team at the moment. This is it, we are going again completely off. Of course, where this should be in tonight, it is them again. And now we're blaming the managers, blaming the owners. It's them. There's no fight, no heart, no fucking... No self-pride. You're sat here now going, of course, completely going, would we get rid... Who do we have in after the Glazers? Who would we have after the... Uh, Solskjaer, Mourinho. It's these lot that are letting us down. Everyone's playing the, the players. For the fourth year. Yeah, we've started to clear some of the players out, haven't yeah, we? And then everyone's gone, why have we got rid of experienced players? At the heart of it, it's still the same set of cunts that have done this for three years in a row. So, no, no, no. Hold on. I just kind of go to... Someone said to me that... Steve said to me, it's mainly academy players. So you're saying academy players are cunts now and you've not been there three years. You haven't. A lot... A lot of that seems like I've been here for three years and, and, and dropped us in the shit time and time again. No, so my brother, De Gea, James. Rashford, the fucking... De Gea, fucking Rashford, Fred. De Gea, Rashford. No, he's not, it's his second season. Yeah, he's just a fucking bad as the rest of them. Who bought him? This is, we keep going down this road. No, no, who bought him? It's the players. Oh, well, the players is it by him. Who bought him? Yeah, I think Marino would we're doing a far better job right now than Solskjaer is right now. Because we didn't we didn't give him what he wanted. When he said when I want when he said I want certain players out, certain players in, a lot of fans turning those up and went, who are you to say that? You know. Solskjaer's beginning now to utter a lot of the phrases that Marino was. Say what, it's going to be people now Monday morning commute. It's gonna be raining in Manchester or wherever they are. And this is going to really cheer them up. <laughs> it's raining here, isn't it? And uh, we're not moving very fast. Oh, Newcastle didn't sell out. That shows how far we've fallen. Well, they're boycotting, aren't they? So, yeah, I think they're doing a, a my cash boycott. boycott. They are supposed to be boycotting it, aren't they? Which yeah, is why so they... In fairness, a lot of them did today because they do normally have a bigger game than that against us. All right, so just to touch on this Glazer issue then, just to go a bit further. So, there was some discontent today. People started turning against Glazers, probably for the first time in quite a while in such a vociferous manner. Right, OK. So, to take that forward now, right, there's going to be a Glazer or anti-Glazer campaign or it, or it dies a death, yeah? But, ultimately, Newcastle fans have decided to boycott you go round other country, other you know, into other countries, other clubs. There's ten thousand people turn up at training grounds and demand heads, and they have to do that. Or you know, there's um, twenty minutes into the game, they turn the back or walk out. Never happened to Old Trafford. Could never happen to Old Trafford. So, so where, so where do we go forward from it then? We're stuck. We're genuinely stuck. The time to protest the good and proper was 15 years ago. Yeah. But Bobby Charlton was apologising on our behalf in there at that time. 
just thought he went to the Tory party conference, but that's another right. But it was. And people just put up with it. Oh, you can't have a go, because Bobby says they're all right. Anyone with half a brain knew it was going to be a disaster at the time. Well, I mean, I've not been because I'm doing this on, on the phone, I've not been on Twitter yet. So, we've probably announced another partner but on, on the way home. On the way home, I think it was one after one such defeat last year. I think we, um, we had a whiskey party. Partner, which is quite apt. Yeah, the tractor one got me. Yeah. But unfortunately... Is the one for heroin today? Or, or, or spice? That's I wish it was. Because I'll be buying that one soon. Yeah, because we could forget... We, we could forget this, this defeat. The problem is, not winning trophies will eventually have a knock-on effect with the sponsors. We're talking 10, 15 years down the time. They'll be gone by then. They well, will it be that long? Shit. If we were so... Right, we've got... Coming up, we've got... Um, forgetting the Europa League... We've got Liverpool at home. Yeah. Then we go to Norwich away. Both both possibly losable. Bottom three. Yeah, apart from the three nil that Woody thinks that we might be. be no, Liverpool, I just, but, say, I just no, no. But so then we so we lose to Liverpool. We possibly lose to Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Chelsea in the League Cup. That's probably quite losable. And then we've got Bournemouth away. All losable. Who actually the way we're playing doesn't look like we're guaranteed three points. No. Well, the Harlem Globetrotters, does anyone know how they got on last week? But they're still probably the biggest name in basketball. Yeah. Metal I, Le- I think Metal Lemon like fell that. out of his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, that was, right. but it was OK because he'd been dead Ollie, ten years. Ollie, but, uh, Ollie, 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 hold on, Ollie, who we love, we all love him, has come out and said, it's all right, because the Liverpool game's the next one, it's perfect for us. <laughs> it's not perfect for me, I'll be honest. Is that what he said? Yeah. Why, what time kick-off is it? What time kickoff is the Liverpool game? Half four on Sunday. Well, he's he probably right because we'll be home. We'll be home by now. We would be home, so it's probably perfect because you can still get Sunday roast if you get home. Basically, people are turning on him big time. People will turn on him, but I don't think that. Do you think anyone inside? Do you think that turning on the Glazers inside the ground today was instead of Ollie? Yes. Well, well yeah. it's all right because every winter's turned against the Glazers. You know what? The fans who go to the games will never turn against Owen. They never will. They never will. He didn't give himself the job. You know no. what I mean? And it's no. right. You should never do. And we've, it's not. And it's not. Our drive is shite, isn't it? You. He's nearly hit three cars in a hundred yards. Right. We never would turn against Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've never not turned against the Glazers. We've never been for or pro the Glazers, have we? No, not at all. Too many people. We've just, we've just ignored them largely. And I can, we're coming to relegation zone. I can understand why people have ignored them at the end of the day. You work hard all week. You don't want to get political at the weekend more than you have to. You go in football for laughing, you mate. You shouldn't be paying. £37 a game to mould. I know we are at the minute, you know what I mean, though, but it's enough shit in life, just you should enjoy your football. The press now saying that the fans are turning on the Glazers, not a Solskjaer. Well, that's good. Well, that's from Woody. They must have heard this podcast, then. We're ahead of our time. Well, uh, on that bombshell, it's probably time to wrap up and uh, let people who are commuting and uh, listening to this on the way um, in their humdrum lives... Um, as we go back to ours, 
and the footballers that have let us down again today go back to their multi-millionaire mansions and probably couldn't give a toss uh, on how we're feeling. But uh, it's a 1-0 defeat, it's disappointing and um, probably glad that the international break is here. So uh, have a good week, everyone.